in. <laughs> wow, backgrounds. Uh, <laughs> You're in the Wild West. Okay. <laughs> All aboard. are legitimate people where they they come out there and you can see they're heavy-headed and you can see you know that they tend to escalate things and you don't want them on your calls because the majority of us could seriously we we want a boring day right you get paid the Um, same yeah (laughs) yeah and some of some of that's going to be experience so your younger guys you know they don't know any better and they're they're younger and they're full of energy and yeah they're like oh yeah you know fights are cool but then once you get older you're like nah dude they're not cool, you know. Uh, you guys go ahead. You guys run after that guy. I'll, I'll put it out on the radio, and you guys run. Um, stuff like that. Um, you know, it comes with some experience and and temperament. So some people are just that way. They're more aggressive, and and they literally, seriously, when you when you get those guys on your call, you're like, God damn it, uh, he's gonna spin things up. I just spent the last ten minutes getting everything to calm down, and he's gonna get here and spin things up again. Uh, are you allowed to like request a? Like, uh, you know, Johnson's on his way, and you're like, ah, can we get Smith instead? Like, or you just have to take what you got? Uh, so my department's too small for that. Um, you kind of get who you get. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'll cancel them. Like, no, no, I'm good. Like, just cancel them all together. Like, I don't need anybody else. Um, it's usually a little unsafe. You don't, you don't want to be there by yourself, but sometimes. Yeah. I've taken a couple of classes, and they're administration of justice classes, and so we had our discussion and then the chapter that I had to read for this week, it was all about relationships and things. I was like, dude, like we were just talking about all this. Right. Like when you say taking a class, is it like the, the, they, they make you do it? Oh, oh okay. Yeah. College. It's continuing education. Once you're, once you're already on the force, you're on the force, but do they make you take classes to kind of like, you know how like real estate agents have to get, the, have to renew their license kind of thing. We are constantly uh, there's there's uh, annual state requirements for training that we have to meet in order to keep our certification essentially. Um, but case law laws are always changing, so we're constantly receiving trainings. That's the other things that we do at briefings is is you know training. It's only a handful of minutes at a time, but it's bringing us up to speed on changing law and stuff. Um, but to uh, to promote, like you, to be a police officer, yeah, you only most agencies only require a high school diploma. But for most promotions to lieutenants or anything higher, you're going to be looking at degree requirements. Gotcha. Um, Colin, like I just thought of another myth that I think about when, um, like you know how you guys have those, um, those checkpoints, like the DUI checkpoints. Yeah. Um. Obviously, I don't take YouTube as like gospel, but there's a thing where it's you don't have to show, like you don't have to roll your window down on it, or you don't have to show your license. Like if you just put a piece of paper that says I, I don't know, I refuse to whatever. What as a citizen do we have to abide by that whole DUI that checkpoint process? Yeah, you do. Oh. It's uh, so. Would- do a checkpoint we have a warrant 
to do it. Um, <clears throat> and in the warrant, it specifies which cars we're going to stop, right? So it says, we don't stop every car. It's, we're going to be stopping a specified amount. So it, it removes uh, some of the bias and makes it more random that way, right? Because we're not just, like, you're passing through and it's like, hey, let's stop this car. Um, we stop, whichever cars we stop, we contact those drivers. And if they're DUI, they're DUI. We send them for uh, field sobriety tests. But you are required. It's a lawful order we're giving you. And to, to roll down your window, pre present your driver's license. Um, but for us, we don't care, man. Uh, we're, it's not worth a fight. And, and, and guys will do it to provoke a reaction and, and stuff like that. It's, it's just not worth it to us. So if you're going to be that, that way, most of the time we're just going to be like, all right, man, see you later. And it, we have a dude that, that gets us every time we have a checkpoint. And he's, you know, he'll drive through five, six, seven times a night just trying to provoke a reaction. Oh, trying to get some sort of TikTok video going. Yeah. Um, what about like, are you allowed to not check inside, but like, if, if he goes, "Hey, can can I check your trunk or can I can I look inside your car?" I can ask for whatever I want, and you are entitled to say no for the most part. So you know, we talk about consent searches, right? So if you're just your average citizen, and I pull you over, and I, for whatever reason, I'm like, "Hey, man, you got anything illegal in the car?" You're like, "No." So like, can I search it? You know, I can ask, and you're like, uh, no, I'd rather not. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm like, well, just asking. Um, some people will say yes. Um, those that are on certain probation and parole with conditions or search terms, they don't have a choice. They have to submit. Um, oh. So, but yeah, I mean, we can ask, and you can say no. I mean, provided you don't like see a corpse in the back seat or whatever. Yeah. So yeah. So once we get to there, then it becomes more probable cause stuff. And because there's a vehicle exception to a lot of the search, the Fourth Amendment stuff, because the vehicle is highly mobile and the nature of it, you can destroy evidence quickly or whatever. Um, there's more exception to searching vehicles than a house. Let's say we go to your house and I see, you know, we knock on your door. You open the door and I see through your doorway a pound of Coke on the table. You know, I'll just have everybody exit the house. And then we can secure the house, get a search warrant, and then search your whole house for additional drugs based on what I saw in plain view. With a car, it's hard to do because the car can move um, and, we, and we can lose it. So we're able to search vehicles with a little more um, leeway than, say, a house. So let's see. You know, the same. So if, I, if we pull you over and I look inside and there's cocaine in, in your cup holder... <laughs> Where's where's the craziest place you've ever found drugs? I mean, it's not too hard to imagine. <laughs> uh, I didn't find them personally. They admitted to having them in their prison pockets and removed them for me. It's like prison uh, pockets? Yeah, you know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm calling my asshole from now on. Yeah, that's, that's what they are. Um, okay, so yeah, just uh, 10 quick Ask the Internet questions uh, with Jeff, the police officer. Uh, first question, if you, had to win it, if you had to win a game show to stay alive, which game show would you choose? Probably Family Feud. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. That makes sense because you're around a bunch of people, so you would know like <laughs> what the popular answers are. Yeah, I'm fairly decent at that one. 
doesn't take a lot of physical skill. <laughs> yeah, like, although I've seen some videos of some pretty terrible performances, so I don't. <laughs> um, what are your top three gas station snacks of all time? Uh, snacks. So the uh, toffee covered peanuts are one of my go tos. Like those a lot. Um, sour gummy bears and sunflower seeds. Oh yeah. Oh okay. Yeah, that's perfect. That's yeah. Usually, if I'm getting a ga- uh, gas station snack, it's because I'm driving, and if I'm constantly moving my hand to my mouth, I don't fall asleep. <laughs> oh, that's. <laughs> I fall asleep while I'm driving. Um, if you had to pl- have a theme song play every time you arrived somewhere, what would it be? Shoot, shoot, that's a good one. Um, the Baywatch one, so you're running in slow motion with your ha- with your with your hair in the wind. The Baywatch physique, if it's. <laughs> Let me hear. Uh... The SWAT theme song. <laughs> no, that's just too intense, man. Uh, Coco Melon. <laughs> Oh, that, that, that's going to go on the podcast for sure. Um, could you beat Tom Cruise in a fight? Probably not. That guy's that guy's hardcore. Yeah, he doesn't strike me as strong, but I think he has infinite fucking stamina, and I think that's what would get me. Did you see the last Top Gun in that beach scene, man? That guy's he's ripped. I mean, I get... he like he's like eighty years old or something. That's insane. It's crazy. He's he's a vampire. <laughs> Um, uh, if you had to choose one cartoon to have sex with, what, who would it be? Wait, what? If you had to choose one cartoon character to have sex with, what would it be? Or who would it be? I thought that's what you said, but I was hoping it was like a cartoon on while you were having sex. (laughs) Oh, man. Um, it's gotta be some anime chick, right? Um, (laughs) just a rabbit or something. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I don't know the names of these anime chicks, but it's got to be one of them. <laughs> An anime chick, that'll work. Uh, let's see. Would you rather have your own parking spot in front of the building and a hot assistant just for you, or a toilet just for yourself at work? Yeah, you know, I have to go to the bathroom in all kinds of different environments, so that doesn't bother me, man. I'll take the parking spot and the assistant. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Which, so, like, when you go to the bathroom at, like, in public places for whatever reason, with that, that big-ass fucking Batman utility belt, do you have to, like, make sure everything's, like, accounted for and snapped into place? Or is that, like, a, a burdensome thing, or does it all just come off pretty easily? No, it's a huge problem. So, so number two, okay. Men. <laughs> wow, backgrounds. Uh, in the Wild West, okay. <laughs> all aboard. Um... <laughs> So men, when we go number one, obviously we have the advantage over our female counterparts. Uh, But number two is just a hassle. So I've actually gotten a new belt. So what happens is there's a belt that we wear on our pants. That's the inner belt. And then the utility belt, or the Sam Brown as we call it, goes around the outside. And it's held to the inner belt by what are called keepers. So there's you can use any, any amount of keepers. I use four, two towards the front and two towards the back. And so you got to thread those through and snap them in their buttons. Um, 
So it's kind of a pain in the butt, but Jesus. I've just gone to a Velcro inner belt that has Velcro on the inside of the Sam Brown, so it just attaches to itself, which I found wildly convenient. Uh, you don't have to deal with the keepers there. <laughs> Um, but it's still a pain in the butt. Like you got to figure out where to hang that thing because you don't want to put it on the ground in a public bathroom. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody kicks your door in while you're sitting there, trousers around your ankles, and your gun out of reach. It's you know. So public, we try to avoid. There's some uh, friendly spots that we know, you know, where we can go if it's not at the station. You can't make it that far. Um, so there's there's some places we know. But it's a pain. Uh, would you rather have a chef, a masseuse, or a chauffeur for the rest of your life? I uh, don't mind driving. I do it all day. Um, I don't like other people touching me. I've never had a massage. Um, what? Not even like a chiropractor? I don't consider that a massage. I definitely have back problems with this freaking belt. Um, sure. <laughs> so, that makes sense. Um, chiropractor I've had, but not not like a you know they just crack my back and my neck and stuff, but not like a massage. Um, I like being touched by strangers. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so chef would be cool, you know, if they can make me healthy food because I don't know how to cook very healthy thing <laughs> uh, on my own. That'd be cool. Just like uh, just sunflower seeds every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, high, high sodium. Oh, bro. So I had a blood test and I'm supposed to fast. And I fasted all night. I was so hungry. And in the morning, I'm driving and I'm getting, you know, um, road hypnosis and I start to nod off. So I start eating my sunflower seeds and I didn't even think about it, right? So I do the blood test and I'm like, dude, your sodium is through the roof. I'm like, oh, man, I ate a whole bag of sunflower seeds. <laughs> I'm like, like, you flushed your system and then you only dumped in salt. Yeah, I forgot. Would you put your kid into a gorilla pit for $50 million? No. No. Yeah, it's a, yeah, I, yeah, that's kind of silly. Well, no, it doesn't say there's anything in the gorilla pit. <laughs> it could just be an empty... It didn't specify. I can just I'm gonna pull them out real fast? Or... <laughs> yeah, it, uh, yeah, it doesn't even say how long. You could just kind of like... Or, yeah. Am I at the top with my rifle? Um... <laughs> <laughs> Um, second to last question. <clears throat> if you got a one-time pass to do whatever you wanted, what crime would you commit? I don't know. I mean, there's no crime that interests me in turn and like I mean it's gotta be financially lucrative just to have money. Not even like like I would take out these child rapists. Like if you can if you can get away with it. Murder? <laughs> <laughs> That's a crime. That's what I, I would do. Suppose, but I just rely on uh, yeah, you know. That's a good idea. That's a good one. You know? Just, yeah, uh, like, if, if no one can know about it, if I never got caught and I can get away with it, I would take out child rapists. And, yeah. Yeah. Uh, last question. What would you pick to be the title of your autobiography? <sighs> See, my life, honestly, isn't too interesting. I, I don't know if anyone would read that book. Um... Hmm. Jeff the Garbage Man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when I tell people I'm a garbage man, I'm you know metaphorically I am uh, taking. It. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, 
don't know. That's a... Because I would feel like I want to come up with some sort of catchy title, but it would just be tricking people into reading a book that they didn't really want to read. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, I think people are, are way more interested. I mean, especially now in this divisive you know, time, I think people would be really interested in seeing like, and I think it, like, like you said, it, it'd be educational for people to, because again, it, it's so easy to just be like, oh, cops, pigs, they're doing this. Fuck them. Da, 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 da. Right, and then you have the other ultra pro side where it's like you're you're infallible gods of society, and then there's like that. I think I think a book of your life would be interesting. So, yeah, you know, uh, maybe I'd read it. Cops behind the scenes or something like, <laughs> and where all you'd hear about all my family problems and nothing about police work. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. All right, man. Uh, yeah, thanks for uh, taking these questions, doing the interview, the podcast, everything else. Uh, really appreciate it, man. Yeah, dude. Anytime. Bad boys, bad boys, what you gonna do?